Mr. Kaval Kakka is a mountaineer and a national awardee. He has scaled 4 out of 8 8000 meter mountains by the age of 28. He was awarded the Tenzing Norgay National Adventure Award by the President of India for scaling Mount Everest and Mount Lhotse which is the fourth highest peak in the world within a short span of 6 days in 2019. He founded Beyond Altitudes a trekking organization which has introduced scores of people to the world of adventure. Presenting to you all our special guest Mr. Kaval Kakka. First of all, I congratulate you on your outstanding achievements. So let's start. When was the first time you knew you wanted to be a mountaineer? Um, so it it all started in my school days. You know, uh, vacation time is a very crucial time to beat because so much time you have for yourself and you don't know what to do and you know you are figuring out and there are friends uh, who you want to play with and so many things. You know. so same thing happened my uh, parents you know they just asked me what what do you want to do in your vacation you know how do you want to kill your time so uh, i said play with my friends go out you know maybe play badminton cricket etc so my parents said you know there is one uh, hiking trip going to manali and uh, we believe that you know nature is uh, uh, like the biggest teacher so would you like to go there you know so i said yeah sure why not let's explore let's do something new and the first time uh, i went uh, into the lap of the himalaya and uh, as they say you know uh, you never come back how you are you lose your some part of you in the himalaya so i also lost myself in the himalaya and every year i used to think okay you know now i have to go here now i have to go there this mountain and so slowly it started picking up i got that curiosity and uh, every time you look at a mountain you try to go up and once the mountain is like you are on the top you see another mountain right behind so this story never ends and you keep going and going so that is what you know every time things puzzled me and this curiosity started building up and yeah i started you know uh, taking this as a passion how did your family react to this decision i i was doing my engineering and uh, in the third year of my engineering i decided to quit engineering and pursue mountaineering as my career so that was a very crucial phase and uh, but i was really uh, lucky that my parents were very supportive and they to- they taught me one thing you know do what makes you happy and make this not just you know a thing of achievement or something but it is a learning process and whether you are an engineer whether you are a doctor or a mountaineer every field is the same only thing is how much dedicated you are and how much hard work you are putting into that so if you are taking mountaineering no doubt you know uh, as a career it may be not uh, you know uh, like uh, uh, as easy or maybe as comparative to engineering or being a doctor or a ca but as a career it is your job and you have to justify and do whatever it takes to be a good mountaineer so uh, with my parents words you know that boosted my confidence and i said okay you know uh, i'll give my best and i'll try to be one of the top mountaineers in india and try to achieve that goal so that you know i'll give whatever i have and more than that i will enjoy what i'm doing so i started enjoying the mountains i started enjoying and everything just went with the flow yours is a road less traveled were there apprehensions or fears at any point how did you deal with them you faced some problems regarding like you know uh, uh, training wise you know how do you train yourself 
because uh, when i started mountaineering it was not the internet era as we call it today you know so you cannot google much and you do not have much information available so in the beginning yeah it was difficult to find out information so you know where the courses are conducted how do you you know do mountaineering courses and what are the foreign standards that we follow and uh, yeah so uh, but as we all know the best media the print media books were available and uh, i read about them i read about various mountains i gathered information etc and things started turning in so basically i was very much focused that what i want to do i was very much clear in my mind that okay this is my next goal and i have to achieve it and then move ahead so things were pretty much in shape no major problem as such but uh, yeah in 2018 before climbing everest so uh, i was climbing in ladakh in winters and i had a small uh, incident where i had to lose my thumb to frostbite so i lost my tip of the thumb due to frostbite and that was the time when you know uh, sleepless nights it is paining so much and you cannot you know uh, there is a surgery gonna happen and then you are like okay you know this is so painful that whether should i continue mountaineering or not things could get worse whether will my body support or not and yeah there were many questions in my mind but then one thing that i thought of was uh, uh, mountains had become my life and i cannot live without them so then i thought may whatever come i'll face it but i cannot leave my mountain so that was one big uh, you know thing that i had to overcome so tell us about your experience scaling mount everest and mount lhotse right from funding the expedition before to the emotional roller coaster right through the summit and all the limelight that you received after the summit oh uh, everest was you know a huge uh, thing for me so i had planned it well in advance and as i said in 2018 i was supposed to climb everest but due to this incident i postponed my climb i said okay wait let's see how things work out and i'm not prepared yet so uh, let's let me recover first let my thumb recover uh, let me come out of the pain and anguish so that year i climbed mount choyu which is the world's highest mountain in china tibet and when i climbed that i gained more confidence okay now i can you know do it so i was you know very much happy and self motivated that okay now this is the right time i can go for it and i can you know pull this off and uh, uh, i came back from choyu in the month of september and now it was time to raise funds because you know everest and lhotse demanded huge funds and so i approached many people many sponsors got rejected by them and some really appreciated and slow and steady you know i finally got three sponsors who were ready you know that okay we will sponsor you and it is time that you only focus on your training so once i got a nod and a clearance from them i started training hard and in the next few months i gave everything that i had you know i put myself into that uh, fire to you know mend myself really well and yeah uh, Uh, in the month of april i started my journey towards base camp things were going very nice mood and i i had decided in mind that first i will climb everest and i will enjoy it to the most because you are going on top of the world and it is like you know once in a lifetime opportunity maybe again or not you never know but still i have to enjoy the journey that is important and i was doing that and in case if i come back and if i feel strong that okay i can go for lots say also only then i will attempt it so uh, yeah i spent few days at base camp then i climbed to camp 1 camp 2 the whole journey 
meeting so many people i mean there were around 600 to 700 people on everest and from uh, different parts of the world sharing their culture discussing indian culture with them somebody in fact in our team there was somebody from canada there was somebody from ethiopia there was somebody from georgia and somebody from france so lots you know lots of lots of people so you are at base camp like you make a small family you discuss culture you discuss how much mountains they have climbed apart you know from outside india i also shared with them that india has we are blessed with the himalayan range so we have such beautiful snow capped mountains which you can climb and i showed them some mountain that i have climbed so base camp was really fun and uh, after climbing everest i came down and had to help one guy because he was uh, out of his oxygen and you know he was not feeling well he was completely uh, taken and so we got him down to camp 2 with the help of sherpas and then i went up again and yeah i was feeling really good so i did lots say and yeah by the time i reached base camp it was everywhere i got so many calls i got so many messages uh, all people who were been a part of this journey because i believe that uh, whenever i am climbing i am not climbing alone it is a team only i am representing them but my family my friends who have helped me throughout who have pushed me uh, who have helped me like break barriers and you know uh, they have always been there ke koi nahi ho jayega just be calm and patience and ho jayega so uh, it was really good coming down interacting with them as soon as you reach base camp you get internet so i just switched on my internet i had a talk with them and they were really happy for me and they were you know like uh, last year unfortunately like 2019 a uh, uh, very disaster year because lots of people died on everest so they were already scared but they were happy that i made back safe and sound and yeah i mean it is it is really a feeling that you can say uh, top of the world feeling so it was literally in that sense and uh, yeah i mean uh post expedition uh, lots of respect you get and you are uh, known among people and you know it feels really good to share these things with the youngsters who are aspiring and who want to achieve their dreams and also it feels good to relieve those moments every time that you talk about them so it goes in the back of the mind those days that you spend there so yeah that is the best part so what are your future plans do you plan to scale mountains outside of india ah yes yes i do so uh, you know uh, there are so many ranges like we have uh, so many mountains uh, apart from the himalayan range also so let's see first i want to do something in the himalayas and because we have so so many even a lifetime would be short to climb all of those but you know there are some challenging mountains that test your limits and they might be not high as everest but literally challenging than everest so i want to you know explore my side that till what extent i could climb and till what extent i could push myself so hopingly let's see what comes and how the mountains has to fall we all have seen images of trash littering mount everest what do you think are possible solutions to it oh uh, yes i did think so there are many expeditions on everest who have not been successful so they have kept their gear up but due to some reason they cannot go back again to get it or collect it you know the weather must have turned bad or they must have been injured or something like that so lots of trash over the years have been deposited and now the nepal government has appointed a team spca so they are you know every year based and placed at base camp and they go up till camp 2 and they clean 
in fact uh, even i i think approximately got 25 kgs of waste from the mountain so uh, not that easy uh, you have to take you know bit by bit and collect it and everything but yeah i think uh, the the other climbers who are going they should carry and do their bit whatever possible 5 kg 10 kg whatever it is possible they should get it down so i'm sure lot will be helpful so last year i think uh, as per the nepali's record uh, they got around 10 tons of waste down that's 10000 kg already but still there is lots and lots so yeah i hope at least every climber should get their own waste down so that will not add up to the pile so yeah okay. So, what were your feelings when you received the national award by the president of India? You know, uh, sometimes that you are speechless. So, when I heard about this, I was speechless. And uh, yeah, I mean, you are you know day and night working hard and uh, given so much time and effort to this sport. And when you get recognized for it, and your parents, your family, uh, you know. Uh, there is a special moment for them also that all their hard work efforts and all and most importantly uh, what came in my mind was what next so you know uh, that motivation itself was uh, derived from that award so it really meant a lot and uh, i was speechless i i don't know how to react but then i promised myself that you know this is just the beginning and you have to scale more you have to plan more projects and you have to do a lot so keep going there has been an increased awareness amongst people regarding physical fitness especially during lockdown so what according to you are steps towards fitness or uh, many things so you know uh, when i started mountaineering i took it not just a perspective like you know okay i have to achieve or climb mountains but i made mountaineering as a lifestyle you know so i used to eat mountains i used to drink mountain i used to sleep mountains i used to read mountain so that became my lifestyle so if you are into fitness uh, do not just think that you know uh, you want to increase your stamina or you want to get into a physical shape or you want to look good that is the only criteria no fitness basically is inner strength as well as outer strength so it's a combination of both and also your mind your peace you know uh, to how to release your stress etc so if you study well and in detail about this uh having like you know a complete knowledge of the subject is very important so you may be doing running you may be doing cycling you may be doing swimming whatever sport you may be doing but to know that sport well and how does it affect you like how does it transform your body that is important so i believe that should be known That. A few tips and places you would like to suggest for trek beginners. Uh, I would say you know, uh, beginners, uh, you should select trek as per your uh level or grade. You know, how do you grade? So if suppose you are walking for half an hour a day, forty-five minutes a day, so you know that I could walk five to six kilometer at a stretch in a day. so see your capacity as per your lifestyle what you are doing and then select your treks because what happens is if you are going on a trek uh, suppose you are like oh sabse difficult trek i will select but you are not working hard for it then when you go there uh, you will uh, be suffering first of all and secondly what will happen is uh, you know uh, you will not be able to enjoy the nature 
you will always be you know like uh, either sad or you will be down or you will be tired and exhausted so to avoid all of those it is better that you be well prepared and you know you focus that okay uh, my strength and stamina is this much so i'll choose a track which is of 3 days so that is my capacity and i can do it very well or else uh, if you are really doing good that okay uh, i want to go for a trek for 5 days so i'll work hard one month i'll train really hard so you can do that so that is you start preparing with that and uh, you should have a knowledge with whichever company you are going with you should ask them the grade of the trek how should we prepare and what are the criterias like how is the gradient how is the you know terrain etc so uh, like understanding the trek is very important and there are so many treks i mean uh, in manali in uttarakhand in uh, ladakh from basic level to difficult level there is n number of treks so you can sit google research and you will find so many things you can ask your trek leaders also they will you know explain it to you very well so i think study and then go that is the better option you did a mountaineering course in manali so what was the course all about and how did that shape you to your present self uh so basically uh, there are two types of course uh, basic mountaineering course and advanced mountaineering course apart from that there is moi that is method of instruction if you want to become an instructor and also there is search and rescue so these are the four courses conducted and six institutes in india so i chose manali abhimas so basic course is 26 days and advanced course is 28 days in basic course they teaches everything like uh, you know you stay in the mountains rock climbing then you they teaches about snow craft how to live in and stay in snow and manage in snow then they teaches ice climbing so ice and everything because in the actual mountains there is only three element rock snow and ice so once you start climbing you will only find these three elements so how to stay in that conditions how to adjust and how to you know uh, use proper equipments and clothing to protect yourself so that is thought in this 26 days basically i could term it as hell of survival so you know you are running you are getting up morning 5 o'clock morning exercise you are running in the mountains and completely by the time we used to finish our day and we used to reach in the evening uh, in our dormitories we were so exhausted we could not even move a limb our body was aching and paining so badly and there came our mental strength where we push ourselves that okay bas ek aur din bas ek aur din usually people count you know uh, that uh, one day of courses over or two days of courses over three day we used to count in any ulta manner अभी चौबीस दिन बचे हैं अभी तेईस दिन बचे हैं अभी बाईस दिन बट आई मीन दैट सफरिंग और दैट हार्ड ट्रेनिंग स्ट्राइविंग देर वेन यू आर लर्निंग एंड वेन यू आर ग्राइंडिंग योर बॉडी सो बैडली सो वेन देर इज एक्चुअल सिचुएशन इन द माउंटेन्स वेन यूर क्लाइंबिंग यू कैन इजिली फेस दैर कंसर पहले भी किया है ठीक है लॉट एंड इट ट्रांसफॉर्म कंप्लीटली my attitude my mental strength everything changed and uh, in in true ways i could say that i learned mountaineering and i started mountaineering after doing my courses what is your basic motivational mantra i always look upon one thing is to let go very small word but a huge and a deep meaning so same thing happens you know 
like uh, my uh, sir who taught me mountaineering they told me you know uh, you are trying hard you are trying hard but you are not able to reach the top the weather is not good or the conditions are not good just let go so same thing happens in life you know we strive too much to achieve something and we are pushing our ourselves to hell we are doing so many things but finally we do not reach our aim and then we are demotivated or dissatisfied and everything but i think we should let go so if you start you know letting it go then definitely you can you know uh, stay positive and keep moving ahead if not today then tomorrow it will happen tell us more about your interests apart from trekking Uh, I I really love to do. Uh, I love music, so I love singing. I love to play instruments. So currently, I'm learning to play the basuri, the flute. And whenever I, yeah, whenever I get time, if I'm trekking or maybe I'm leading on a trek or there is campfire, I like to just play for people and sing for people. And uh, yeah, I love cooking. I love uh, playing badminton. I love all sports basically. So whenever I get free time, I maybe draw. or maybe write something or yeah i mean i just love to live life fully on the edge moving on we have a special section for our readers i'll tell you a word or a phrase and you have to tell us what it means first indian flag should always be waving high failure take it in a good way if a dialogue could describe your life which one would it be देर वॉज अ डायलॉग कि जिंदगी लंबी नहीं खूबसूरत होनी चाहिए सो आई थिंक या जिंदगी लंबी नहीं खूबसूरत होनी चाहिए मॉम्स वर्ड ईट गुड फूड एंड डोंट फॉर गेट एस लास्टली and whatever you are doing give your 100% give all your energy give all your love and focus on what you want to do and surely you will get success and aim you know make these small targets uh, set small goals and uh, start uh, every time you accomplish one goal celebrate because that is important we live to celebrate we live to be happy so always be happy and positive